You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode number 36. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is a recording from one of my private Facebook groups where I am breaking down content photos, also known as branding photos. So if you ever feel awkward getting in front of the camera, but you know you need to do this for your business, then girl, this episode is for you. One of the biggest mistakes that I've seen entrepreneurs make is not showing their face on their social media pages. And instead, they just hide behind their work or they think that their work will speak for itself. Now, yes, of course, to some degree it could, but the difference between you and someone else in your industry is you. I always use the example that if you are a photographer or I mean this is relevant to any type of business owner but let's just say photographer because it's my industry and a client is inquiring with you and some other photographer whose work is similar to yours and they're priced about the same the tipping point on why this client would choose you over that other photographer or other business owner could be your personality or just who you are, what you represent, your values, how you show up online. Now, if neither one of you are doing this and you guys are both just hiding behind your work and all you're doing is posting your work and like I said, you're priced about the same, then it's really just going to be a flip of the coin of why this person would choose you or them. We want you to be putting yourself out there in different ways than anybody else is so that it is no question in your client's mind on why they should book you. Now, I coach a lot of Western photographers and I am so happy that this industry is growing. However, the more it grows, the less your work is going to stand out. Your niche is not as unique anymore, which means you need to be showing up and showing different sides of you beyond just what you do. I believe with a full heart that content or branding photos, whatever you want to call them, are just as important, if not more important, than your actual product on social media. Now, obviously, your website is a different situation and you're, you know, that's where you should be plastering your work and talking about it and talking about your service and your experience and all these things. And there is a place for that on social media as well. Social media is supposed to be just that, social. It's not supposed to be used as solely your portfolio. I literally have cringed before when photographers say they don't have a website to just go to their Instagram and all their Instagram is is just their work and they don't have their face, they don't have any of their personality infused into it because while I agree that, you know, that's fine, you don't have to have a website right now and if, if Instagram is, you know, that's the lowest hanging fruit, then work it, boo-boo, I'm all about it. But you should be showing your face. Don't just have a personal account and a business account and on your business account, you never show your face. It's fine to have two different accounts, but you have to infuse your personality into your business if you want to stand out because that's the whole, especially as solo entrepreneurs, if we're not working for this big company and we don't have this big team, you know, then you have a brand identity that's a little bit different because maybe it doesn't revolve just around your personality. But if you are the name and the face of your business, then you need to be showing up and you need to be showing people who you are and 
and building those relationships based on your values and the things that you like to do. I know that not every single person agrees with this and to each is their own, that's totally fine, but let me just say that I speak from personal experience and there is a reason why so many educators and other business owners are going to tell you the exact same thing. Yes, there are exceptions to every single thing in the world, but I'm telling you, homegirl, running your business online is not gonna get any easier than it is right now at this point in time and showing up as yourself and creating a personal brand is the name of the game right now. So today in this episode, we're going to go over the following things plus a little bit more. So we're going to talk about why we should be taking content photos, how to choose outfits that represent your brand, selecting key props to use in your photos, getting inspired, and how to choose the right photographer for these sessions. So if you're ready to give your Instagram a little facelift and add some personality, a little flavor in there, then let's do this boo-boo. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get to it. Hey, my name is Sarah and I'm a Western photographer, a business educator, and a marketing nerd. But most of my friends just know me as the crazy horse girl. My journey started when I bought my $800 horse at 14 and that manifested into a business that changed my life. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur and I have made it my mission to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so they can live that small town dream life that they desire while achieving goals bigger than they ever could have imagined. Around here, we cover all things marketing, social media, branding, content creation, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. If you're ready to get to work, learn how to uplevel your business and your life and get a little rowdy too, then you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Okay, so the very first thing I just want to discuss in this is why do we even take content photos? Why do we need branding photos? So one of the key important details of this is that we need to be showing our real selves. Our ideal clients need to see who we are, not just what we do. Now, people are more likely to buy from other people that they like, know, and trust. So if you've been following me for any amount of time, you may have heard me talk about the like, know, and trust factor. And that is just what happens when you show up on social media and across your brand on whatever platforms that you're on. When you're showing up and you're showing your personality, whether you're a dog lover and you show your dog and or you're a mom, you're, you know, um, taking pictures with your kids, showing your kids on your stories, or you like to, I don't know, bake cookies every weekend or something, and you talk about that and you show that on a regular basis, you're building a brand for yourself and you're also showing, you're giving people an insight into your life that is going to help them have a better understanding of who you are. Because what that's going to do is attract and repel potential clients. And what I mean by that, and I know like the word repel can scare a lot of business owners. We're like, wait, wait, wait. I don't want to like send people away. I want more people to come towards me. But the truth is repelling people is just as important as it is attracting people. We want to attract the right people and we want to repel the wrong people. 
Now, if you've ever worked with a bad client before, then you can probably attest to this. Working with the wrong people is not worth the money. I don't care how much they're paying you. If they make your life a living hell, it is not worth it. So we want to make sure that only the people we love working with are the ones that are popping into our inboxes and that we're building relationships with them so that we can serve them in the best way possible. And we do that by showing up showing our faces and being active as ourselves on our social media platforms. No matter what your business is, even if you are a photographer and you think like you just need to be posting your work constantly, yeah, show your work, show what you can do, of course, show all those pretty pictures that you can take, but also show the person behind the camera. If you're a graphic designer, same thing, show the the graphic design things that you create, but also make sure you're showing your face and show your workspace and show your life because the difference between you and someone else that's in your exact same industry is you, is who you are. Because somebody could be priced the same way that you are. They could have a similar skill to you. They could pretty much, their businesses could pretty much parallel with yours and align for the most part. And so the biggest difference between the two of you is your personality. And that could be what makes a client choose you over someone else. That is just like a really key thing. And again, just building relationships. We want, you know, some people are ready to buy from us right away. Sometimes people are like, I need a personal trainer and I need him now. And then the first person that pops up on their Instagram, like they're ready to swipe their credit card. But some people don't, they're not really ready to pull that trigger yet. And that is okay. We just want to be providing content and showing up and showing ourselves every single day in a way that's going to make those people stick around with us, follow us, and maybe in a month, they'll be like, yeah, you know what? I'm ready to pull the trigger. I'm ready to hire this person. Or maybe it'll take six months. It could take a year. But the point is like, we want to establish those relationships and show them that even even when they're not paying us, even until they're ready to get to that point, we're still going to serve them. Okay, so my first main tip when it comes to your next branding shoot, let's, let's start planning what your content photos are gonna look like, right? So one of the biggest things that's going to be your representation is the outfits that you choose. Outfits are actually super important. And maybe that seems obvious, but some of you may be thinking like, who really cares what I'm wearing in the photos, right? Like I showed my face, who cares? And the truth is, they do matter. Like outfits mean a lot. Now that doesn't mean that you have to dress whatever the definition of professional outfit is either. Um, That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about dressing a certain way. I'm talking about dressing like you. Now for me personally, I like to pick for any branding shoots or content photos that I take of myself, I like to pick two different types of outfits usually. So, or or a few different, not even just two, but um, something that's like maybe a little more casual something that shows like the a little bit more dressy formal side of me I like to have super cute stylish outfits but then I also like to have just very like normal outfits that I wear on a daily basis so yeah I like to take content photos in the cute dresses that I buy or the cute outfits that I have sitting in my closet that I'd never wear out in public ever but I also want to be real and I don't want to show me just being super fashiony all the time because if that's not how I dress on a daily basis then if somebody meets me and I'm in leggings or sweatpants and a hoodie they're gonna be a little confused so I like to try to keep it similar or at least showing up on my stories and showing 
knowing that, hey, I barely put pants on today and my makeup is not on and I just look like a freaking mess and that's okay. But you wanna show up and, and wear outfits that represent who you are and the different sides of you. And like I said, you don't have to be limited to just one thing. Like we're, nobody is just one thing. We are all kinds of things. So if you have a dressier side and you have a more casual side or if you wear a certain type of clothing all the time, like do all of that. Make sure you have photos that represent all the different sides of you. And that's gonna help you just have different looking photos in whatever it is that you're posting. Another like key thing to think about is wearing your brand colors. So whatever colors you feel represent your business. So for me personally, that's a lot of warm tones. I really like reds, orange, yellows, um, and then like pops of turquoise. And so I incorporate a lot of those into my branding photos. And I never used to take this that seriously. Like I would buy a blue dress that I thought was super cute and I would wear that for a branding shoot. And then I'd go out in like this green pasture and I would wear this blue dress and it didn't matter how warm I tried to edit these photos, they would always come out looking a little bit different than I wanted them to. And that's because the colors really do mean something. And we want to show through colors because colors have meanings. I don't know if you guys know that or not, but there's like, you know, that's a little floofy maybe, but colors have like the ability to change someone's mood, like mood rings, who remembers those? But so I like to think about warm colors because part of my brand too is I want everything to feel, I always say I want my brand to feel like summertime. I want people when they come across my brand and they work with me, I want them to feel warm and bubbly and happy and like sunshine and I'm not really into like the super deep moody seriousness. That's just not my personality. I'm super goofy and loud and outspoken and I want all my colors and things to represent that. So I try to stick to warmer colors in my outfits but if your colors are more blue toned if you don't edit super warm and your brand colors are more cooler colors or they're more muted or they're more pastel whatever that looks like for you whatever you want that to be for yourself like wear colors like that if you love pastel colors and you want people to think more pastel-y in your brand than wear pastel clothing. Now, the next tip is to select key props that are going to be in your branding photos. Now, these things could be things like um, cell phones, laptops, a coffee mug, um, anything that really kind of represents you. It could be your dog, it could be your kids, it could be, um, if you love to fish, a fishing pole, it could be, now I'm just like looking around the room trying to think of things. I don't know. Um, plants, tacos, if you're like a taco lover. I mean, honestly, I know it sounds like a little ridiculous, but how funny would it be if a Taco Bell lover went to Taco Bell and did a branding shoot because that just represents who they are. Like, honestly, you can get creative with this and like the sky is the limit. So make sure that you are incorporating things that go with your personality and that actually represent your life. These could be hobbies they can, or just any sort of key factor that makes you who you are in your life and something that you want to be known for in your brand. 
brand. Now, these things can also help give more of a lifestyle feel to your photos when you incorporate props, which can make them feel like a little more casual and maybe you won't have to feel so awkward and stiff because you're not posing and just smiling at a camera. You can actually like be interacting with something or like doing an action with some type of prop. So that's kind of just something to think about as well. What I really just want you to think about when you think about props and your clothing is the main things of these are these are visual representations of our brand. So when somebody thinks of our brand, they should think of these types of photos and like the things in these photos. So keep that in mind um, as we are going through these points. Okay, the next tip I want you to work on is getting inspired. So maybe you already are as I have gone through the past two tips, um, but this is where you get to have a little bit of fun and just daydream for a minute. So I want you to get inspired. I want you to create a mood board for your branding shoot or for your business, you know, shoot, content shoot, whatever. I want you to go on Pinterest and literally make a board, call it mood board, whatever, branding shoot, whatever you want to call it. And then I just want you to find like images that represent what you're trying to convey in these photos. So if you want it to be a super westerny, outdoorsy type shoe and you want it to be like really rustic, lots of think like wood and you know maybe some brick and maybe some open fields or mountains or desert or you know think about what kind of colors. Do you want it to be sunset? Do you want it to you know what do you want it to feel very like boho? Do you want it to feel more like businessy, like all these different types of words. And then think of key words that you want. I think words are huge when it comes to thinking about our brands overall. So again, words like warm, summer, fun, happy, light, um, you know, whatever you can think of, go on Pinterest and just add textures, colors, color palettes, outfits, clothing, poses that you want to do. Add them all into this one board so that you can kind of overall have a visual of what you are trying to go for and what you want these images to come out looking like. I mean, seriously, everything from locations to, you know, what time of day, all the things that you can possibly think of, put it into this mood board. So that way you can keep it handy keep it on your phone or print it out on a piece of paper if you have to and take it to the shoot with you and give one to your photographer as well and you can have one they can have one so everybody's on the same page but that way also if you run like a little uninspired during the shoot or you're on set and you're like oh I don't know like what to do now you can refer back to that um, Pinterest board and get inspired get re-inspired start thinking about new poses and uh, kind of go from there so I find that to be really helpful and it also just helps me stay really focused when I have a specific concept for a, a type of shoe in mind. Friend, what kind of business coach, mentor, educator, influencer? <laughs> okay, not really. What, you know, but what would I be if I didn't give you my best kept secret for running a business? You know what I mean? Like, how rude would that be if I told, if I didn't tell you what was like the source of keeping my crazy entrepreneurial brain in order, in check, making sure I have happy clients and that all my shiz is in order. That just, that'd be wrong. So I'm gonna share it with you today. Are you ready? Are you ready? It's HoneyBook, okay? I know this ain't the first time you've heard about HoneyBook, especially if you've been listening to me, but if you still have not jumped on the HoneyBook train, 
sister, we need to talk. HoneyBook is going to change your life. I remember two years ago, however long it's been, it wasn't honestly that long ago that I was like, I don't need HoneyBook. I'm not going to use it. I have a system. I send contracts this way. This is how it works. Like, it's fine. My life is good. My photography business is rolling. We're good. We're Gucci. But then I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just give it a shot. Let's try the free trial. You know what I mean? And I did it. And holy cow, I'm never going back. HoneyBook is life-changing. I don't care what kind of business you are. If you're a photographer, if you are a shop, if you are some other kind of online business, if you have client work at all and you manage clients and things, you need HoneyBook, honey. And let me tell you why. You can send contracts. You can get paid online. You can have your clients digitally signed. So there's no more of that weird back and forth. Hey, please just mail me a scanned copy of your contract. And it's like super back and forth and you're waiting for like a week and it takes forever. No, no, no more of that. You can do it all super quickly. You can send questionnaires. You can send brochures. You can write notes. I mean, there is so much. Everything is so organized. You track your emails in there. So everything is all in one place each client has their own client portal and their little little section so everything is just easy to access and to find and you will never ever have to go searching through your inbox for information ever again it's life-changing you need it but you know if you don't want to just take it from me take it you know learn from yourself you can head to sarahelrod.com honeybook to start a free trial and get a discount when you decide that you cannot live without honeybook because let's be honest that's going to happen i promise you so again that is sarahelrod.com com slash honeybook to get started with your client management today. The next thing I want to talk about is choosing your photographer. So this is probably one of the more important things um, because this is how you're going to decide how the photos are actually getting taken. Now, I want you to not get so caught up on this idea, right? Like so many people are like, I can't afford to hire a professional photographer, especially if you're not a photographer and you don't have friends in the industry that you can just trade shoots with or something. You know, there may, maybe you're thinking, I can't afford to hire a professional photographer every month to take new content photos of me. That's okay. Your photos don't all have to be taken by a professional photographer. Like, do I think there's benefits to that? Of course. But do I think it's absolutely necessary in order to get more success? Not at all. This could be your mom. This could be your friend. This could be your spouse or your boyfriend or whoever. They can take your photos and they could take them on an iPhone. You know, obviously iPhones are not 100% the same quality as a professional DSLR camera. Like nobody thinks that. However, they take a pretty dang good photo for what it is. And especially if you're just posting photos on Instagram, like let's say you don't even have a website yet and you don't have anything to put on a website yet. So nothing's going to be blown up super big. You're just posting these on like little squares on Instagram. An iPhone photo really is not going to look that different than a professional quality photo. So, you know, try to just get past that hump of things because you can take some pretty cool photos. And I feel like even if you're scrolling through Instagram, like you can tell who took photos on Instagram or who took photos on their iPhone and who took photos on a professional camera. And you can look at those and maybe even save a bunch of photos that you know were taken on iPhones. And then you can save those and, and kind of get yourself in the mindset of like, okay, these these were all iPhone photos. I can totally take pictures that look like that. So it's all about how you do it. You know, lighting plays a factor into that. Um, I would try to keep your background small and not so busy. Small? 
keep your background small keep your background simple and not busy that way you know it takes away any distractions you might have obviously with like professional cameras you can blur out the background so like sometimes you can have a busier background and it's not as distracting but with an iphone it's not always that easy to do that so maybe just have you know take photos against walls that are more blank or simple or you know in rooms that are more clean and not so busy and doesn't have like a lot of things going on behind you now if you're one of those people that can afford to have a professional photographer or you have the capability or the resources to hire a professional or you have a friend that's a professional photographer that can do it for you i want you to think about what kind of style editing it is that you like if you're a photographer sometimes if you are a photographer and you trade branding shoots with another photographer you just exchange raws and edit your own photos but if you are having the photographer if they're going to edit your photos for you make sure that you choose a photographer that has the style you want or that you show them the style that you want and they're comfortable with doing that style because the last thing you want to do is hire a photographer and then ask them to edit differently than their original style because as a photographer that can be super frustrating like why would you hire me if you just want me to change my style for you and some people might be down for it i'm just personally not and i can't guarantee that i can give you the exact look that you want because that's not my style so try to find somebody that either is okay with providing you with that style and comfortable with it or someone that already has it. Just don't ask somebody to do it after you've already booked them. You also wanna make sure when choosing a photographer that it's someone that you're comfortable with, someone that makes you feel comfortable, someone you feel like you could just talk to and hang out with and that you could maybe even be friends with, even if you know it doesn't go that far and you're not actually gonna be like super besties after that, but it should be someone that doesn't make you feel awkward because you want these photos to be lasting photos that you can use for years on end the last thing you want is to look back on those images and think about how uncomfortable you felt at that shoot you want to look back and remember how much fun you had because that's also going to make you want to post the photos more if you can if you have good memories associated with them so just make sure that when you're choosing your photographer there's someone that makes you feel comfortable and that way you're so much more at ease when you're in front of the camera too because that's a huge thing if you're with a photographer that doesn't make you feel comfortable and they make you feel really awkward or anything like that then you're not gonna be your best self on camera and that's like the last thing we want especially if you're paying for this we want you to feel your best look your best and just be your best overall okay and then and my last and final tip is to actually use the content photos that you are creating and that you have taken because I see it all the time and I'm kind of guilty of this too. I'll take a bunch of content photos and then I just like never get around to editing them or posting them and then I just have like this whole hard drive of content photos sitting on my computer that I've never even touched and I feel like I see people do that all the time or they say that they went out and took a bunch of content photos but then they never post anything and I just think that if you're putting all this effort into making this shoot come to life and you are you know trying to represent yourself like use the photos post the photos put them out into the world I think you should be posting about two to three times a week and showing your face like posting a photo of yourself two to three times a week and then posting a photo or a video ideally a video of yourself on your stories daily this is just going to help your ideal clients find you, get to know you, understand you, build relationships with you. People want to see you. Like, 
keep that in mind. I know it can be an unpopular belief. Like sometimes we tend to lie to ourselves and say that, oh, my ideal client doesn't care about me. Like they're more, they're just here for my business and what I have, you know, what, what I sell. But that's just not true. I mean, maybe some people, I guess. But, you know, it's just not all the way true. Like, people want to see you. They want to know you. They want to get to know you. People go on social media to be social. That's the whole point of it. So we want to make sure that we are using these platforms for what they're intended to do. And that's to show up, be ourselves, and build a good experience for our our peeps and and find our peeps and and build a community right we just had a pretty rough year of isolation and i think that uh we're all craving some authenticity we're all craving connection again so keep all of that in mind when making these photos and how you want people to feel when they come across your brand and, and who you want them to see that's the beauty of building a personal brand you really get to show yourself and be your most real self and and really give people the things that you want them to think about you. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. That's sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.